Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, he's a seasoned regular, he's part of the Game Lounge crew, and uh, he, he, he he wiggles sometimes. It's Sir Wiggles the Great, he's back. Hello! Welcome back, dude. Yeah, good to be back. Welcome back, glad to have you back, dude. How, how have things been? Good, good. I don't know what uh, where else to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know where we can go. We get to, we can go right into the headline of the week. And uh, hey, it's a pretty cool one. We had a twenty minute Final Fantasy sixteen state of play put on. Uh, Yoshi P, the developer of sixteen, and also the developer of Final Fantasy fourteen, because he's both now. Uh, he blessed us with his presence at the digital showcase and we got to see brand new gameplay of Clive Rossfield in the world of Valestine. It was mostly just like this giant combat showcase really where you just got to see a bunch of epic moves. We got to kind of see how like the map system works and uh, fast travel and how you can just immediately fast travel to any quest line, any side quest or anywhere you need to go really quickly and easily, which is awesome. We also got to see the goodest boy, Torbal, and it is confirmed you can give the dog a fucking treat. Well, that's the most important part right there. It really is. Honestly, Torbal is going to make this game for everybody. And if and Yoshi P, if you kill this dog, I will riot. I will cancel my subscription to Final Fantasy XIV if you kill this dog. Go full John Wick mode. Go full John Wick. Exactly. Uh, the big thing that they did uh, talk about as well are the accessories in the game uh, as the accessories you put on will kind of help determine your play style. There are accessories that auto dodge for you, accessories that'll maybe if you don't want to auto dodge, it'll give you a longer window to dodge and slow down time a bit uh, and things like that. So you get to customize your gameplay experience uh, like that. And I think that's really, really cool. And we also got to see more of the icon fights uh, where you transform into Ifrit or Phoenix, it looks like, as well. Because you get to play as both of those uh, icons and fight uh, the others, Titan, Ramu, Leviathan, Shiva, Odin, and uh, whatever else they put in the game. It's looking cool. It was very just like going ham, more or less like... A brief thing of, like, here are some of the characters. Uh, Sid, who's, like, your mentor. Jill, I'm, like, your love interest. Uh, you get to play as Clive in three different eras of his life. Uh, his teenage with teenage years, which is, like, a flashback segment at the beginning of the game. His 20s and his 30s. So, looks really, really cool. I'm excited. Uh, June... 22nd i believe is when the game comes out uh cannot get here fast enough actually no it can because it can it can take its time because we do have a game another big game in between that that we'll be talking a little bit about later uh but do you have any thoughts on ff16 wiggles 
Uh, I'm not big into the FF16 world, but the way that it sounds like you're talking about it, it looks like it's going back to more classic Final Fantasy vibes rather than the MMO. I mean, yes, uh, it's more, it's action oriented. So no turn base, all live action combat or uh, yeah, real time combat uh, combos and all that fun, fun stuff. Oh, okay. Cool. So if you cool, like cool, cool. Uh, hack and slash RPG shit, it, this is for you. And uh, it's developed by Yoshi P, who has done an amazing job with the story for Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, you know it's going to be good. Like, th- there's there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to be a great Final Fantasy game. Uh, but with that, that's our headline of the week. It's now time to look at everything else that happened. There was quite a bit. Uh, here's what we're looking at uh, with the week in review. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games, and MMOs, this is the week in review. Starting off, some of the games that came out last week, you had the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, which I know our boy Sunbellow Fellow is actually very excited for. He's been tweeting a lot about how hype he is for this game to come out. Uh, so it's out now. So uh, if you liked if you liked those old Battle Network games on the Game Boy, hey, go pick it up for the Switch. Uh, Tron Identity that came out as well, and Kill It With Fire VR, because killing spiders in VR is definitely what we want to do now. Yeah, you want that immersive experience being surrounded by little eight-legged critters. Yeah, exactly. Hope you don't have arachnophobia, or hope you don't have any friends who know of your arachnophobia and make you play this. <laughs> God, that would no, be the we wouldn't do prank. that. We wouldn't do <laughs> that. Grabs duffel bag to shove you in the trunk of a car to take you to a VR studio to force you to play it. Totally wouldn't do that. <laughs> sub goal. So sub goal. Sub goal. Yeah, yeah. I'll set a sub goal so that way I can you know make enough money to. uh Get the a VR headset first because I, I do not have one. It's <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, neither do I. It's expensive. I bought a PS5. I'm happy with that alone. Uh, hey, looking at take. Let's uh look at the news uh world. A big one. Hey, brand new Tears of the Kingdom trailer dropped. It looks so good. Oh my god. We got to see a bunch of new things, including the first official look at Ganondorf. And he's being voiced by Matt Mercer. Yes. It's amazing. Also, I'm pretty sure I saw some artwork that was released for him on Twitter, and it was just a bunch of people simping for Ganondorf in the comments. Yeah, he's hot. He's hot now. He is, uh, he is swole. <laughs> he is very swole. Uh, yeah, no, the trailer looks great. It's people have said that this has done what I think the last trailer of Breath of the Wild did, and it's like blown that trailer out of the water for this game. So that is a great sign because a lot of people were so on the fence about this of like uh, it's just like Breath of the Wild with you know Sky Islands. Nah, it's more than that now, and I'm excited. I'm glad I have that train rolling. Yeah, it's time to get it rolling. May twelfth, and get get ready for stupid, sexy Ganondorf. (laughs) 
Uh, hey, we also got our very, I kind of like, I guess like a first look at Disney's Lorcana, and they finally released like rules for the game or rules, like uh, an outline kind of, uh, for what the game will contain. So it's going to work a little bit like magic, the gathering where it's a resource based card game. Uh, but any card or most cards can be turned into the resource ink. And that's what it becomes that it can't be like used as like a, whatever it is supposed to be. It becomes ink. Uh, card decks will be 60 card. There'll be a 60 card limit. Uh, you have character cards, item cards, action cards, and a special action card called song cards that can uh, only be used by characters. Uh, the first look again for when this like will actually get like real first look hands on will be at Gen Con. And then it'll start appearing in hobby shops come August 18th. And then all the major retailers on September 1st. And honestly, I kind of hope that we get, kind of see an online thing to this as well. An online element. Because uh, this is starting to look quite interesting that I might want to, you know, check this one out. What about you, Wiggles? I got nothing because this is the first time I'm learning of this. And I'm a known Disney disliker. So understandable. <laughs> understandable what about are you, are you a fan of disneyland no because i've never been so I have. Oh, okay. Oh, okay fair uh, enough. I don't have much to comment on that so F fair enough understandable have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> hey i know that this is this is one that you might get excited for the geforce rtx 4070 is now available for 600 us dollars yeah my wallet's gonna get a lot lighter here soon <laughs> uh yeah that's uh i would say i'm gonna say this get it now because if, for people who are looking to get this get it now because you know that they're gonna sell out and people are gonna scalp the fuck out of these yeah, i don't know if they're gonna sell out as bad as previous because uh the graphics card companies have done a lot to dissuade crypto miners from stealing all our graphics cards oh so there's some new technologies in there that makes the new graphics cards that are coming out less effective at crypto mining. Oh, well, that's good. But also, there's still just people that are going to scalp it. and you know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so that's what st still, though. Hey, if you get one, let us know. Uh, in some Mario news, the Super Mario Bros. main theme was added to the National Recording Registry, making it the first ever video game song to be added. Really cool. Really cool to see that. Uh, Redfall, the brand new game coming from Arcane Studios, that's going to be locked at 30 frames per second on Xbox systems when it comes out. A performance mode will be added post-launch. Uh, and a reminder that this game also comes out May 12th. So I'm actually unsure how well this game is going to sell now. I think it'll do all right. Uh, locking it for 30 frames on a console system is probably going to help it in the long run. Because consoles are typically not the best running higher frame rates. And they seem to get all grainy and locked up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it should. I think we may. I don't know if we will, but I think I Arcane should delay this game but, or release it ahead by a week. Just because bad day to put out a game is May 12th. And that's because Nintendo's going to own that day. 
Yeah. Just delay it by a month, get an extra polish on it, let Nintendo have their thing, and then once the hype dies down, you you, you can own. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, hey, Trine 5 got announced uh, with the subtitle A Clockwork Conspiracy. It's uh, set for summer of this year. So if you're a Trine fan, oh, get ready for the fifth game in that series, which I know zero things about. Hey, and some more Nintendo news. Nintendo Live, a giant big event that's coming to the States for the very first time. Uh, around September, that's when the Fan Fest will take place in Seattle. We don't have a specific date as of yet. Uh, for those who don't know what this event is, Nintendo Live is a several-day event. It's comprising of musical performances, other live performances. Uh, usually, two. it's a two-day event, sorry. Uh, set in like a fairground-type area most of the time, strewn with folks dressed up as Nintendo characters. You can test out a bunch of Switch games. And there's also some tournaments for Mario Kart 8 and, ironically, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate because Nintendo loves to shut down proper eSport tournaments with that game. But, you know, when they're putting it on, they'll absolutely let it run. Uh, the irony in that is hilarious. And some sad news, Sony is ending support for Dreams in September. Do you remember when that game came out, Wiggles? No, but I always knew that Sony would kill all our dreams. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, for those who don't remember, Dreams is that game where you can build your own game within the game. And people uh, made things like, uh, I believe, like that Wallace game where your Squidward's there, and you're Wallace, and you're hunting for cheese. It's a, it's a weird, there was weird shit that people made in there. Also, hey, in some modding news, there's a brand new mod in beta right now to let you play Half-Life Alex without the use of VR. Full mouse and keyboard support oh i it's in beta you can test it out uh i believe you do need to own the game obviously to use it but this could uh if you like half-life and you don't have that expensive vr to play one of the what's been said like coolest vr engine type games definitely check it out uh, back in with some Mario news, the song Peaches from the Super Mario Brothers movie has met the requirements to make it eligible for an Oscar nomination at next year's Oscars. Have you seen the Mario movie yet, Wiggles? No, I have not. Um, I've been, I'm always skeptical of video game movies, and I've heard a lot of good things about Super Mario movie. Yeah, no, it's really great. Uh, last week, myself and my guest, Matthew McNaughton, uh, the two of us, uh, we were we were getting ready to go see the movie. Uh, we have now both seen the movie, and we can both say that it was a fun time. Great movie. Uh, Pacing is a bit quick, but honestly, it's a great time. Uh, I, I said that it's very dumb, but very fun. A solid 7 out of 10. All right. that That's a... That's a pretty fair rating. Uh, the fact that it's eligible for an Oscar nomination just this whole this whole thing just baffles me. It's it's the song. It's because Jack Black, man, 
it, it, he he killed it as Bowser, and uh, that 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 alone is a good enough reason to watch it. Yeah, I saw a meme uh, earlier this week that said that the cast was just there to have a fun movie, but Jack Black wanted to make it his like make it his movie. <laughs> yeah, this 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 is the man's legacy now. It yeah. is great. Uh, hey, Hidetaka Miyazaki, the uh, the creator of Elden Ring, he has been the he is now the second game developer to make Time Magazine's 100 most influential people list. I would say that's well deserved. Very well deserved. Congratulations to Miyazaki-san. The video game Endless Dungeon has been delayed to October. And in other delayment news, this one's a big one, but I think it's needed. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed to February 2nd, 2024. Yeah. Yeah, okay. After I, I, I'm gonna say that it needs that. I think it needs to redo its entire gameplay system because what they showed us last month was awful. It did not look good. It didn't look fun. It didn't look good. It looked so boring and generic. Oh, yeah, that's no fun. Yeah, so hopefully they change it up. They have a whole year now to fix that. So good luck with that, devs. Uh, it's Warhammer news. Warhammer 40k Bolt Gun, an old school FPS from Auroc Digital, has a release date for May 23rd. Uh, and when I say old school FPS, I mean like old school Doom. Yeah, I know Bolt Gun is old. It's one I haven't played. <laughs> in Xbox news, PC Game Pass has been released in 40 additional countries. So about millions more people have access to this amazing game service and should absolutely take advantage of it. Discord has upped its file size limit for uploading from 8 megabytes to 25 megabytes. And in the last piece of gaming news, uh, Tekken 8 is getting crossplay on release. Or sometime. I don't know if it'll be on release, but it will be getting cro- the game will be getting crossplay, which is a Tekken first. So... Good job, Tekken. In our live service game news, starting off with FF14, uh, just a reminder, we talked about it more in depth last week, but patch 6.4 will be releasing sometime in the middle of May, adding the brand new trial, uh, new the final set of raids for Endwalker, uh, new dungeon, uh, Blue Mage, whole new stuff with Blue Mage, and a whole lot more. In Battle Royale news, alongside the ODM, which is the Attack on Titan gear that you see them, you know, people swinging around uh, in the show, Levi, Mikasa, and Aaron Yeager are down in Fortnite with Aaron on the Battle Pass and Levi and Mikasa available in the store. In Genshin Impact news, Tanari has been recast and will now be voiced by Zachary Gordon, from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid franchise, uh, as that's brought him his fame. And the Destiny 2 news, Bungie has confirmed that Destiny 2 is about to receive one of its biggest, most meta-shifting mid-season updates yet. And uh, it's actually out right now, the day that you are listening to this, on the 17th. Or, you know, afterwards. But that it's out now, so we'll be talking about that soon with our Destiny Insider 
um, as he will be on in a couple weeks. In the world of TCG, starting off with Pokemon, Origin Form Palkia V-Star League Battle Deck. That comes out May 5th, and the second Scarlet and Violet set Paldea Evolved comes out June 9th. In Yu-Gi-Oh, starting off with Master Duel updates, I uninstalled the game. Biggest news. The biggest news. Yes, I know. I can't keep up with that game anymore, and I am sorry, but I will still continue to give everybody here updates on what is new in the game. And what is new right now is a brand new battle pass is out, or the dual pass is out right now, with the level 75 dual mate being the Gunkin Ships. You can now have Sushi as your dual mate. That is great. Uh, in the TCG world of Yu-Gi-Oh, the Legendary Collection 25th Anniversary Edition comes out April 20th, Cyberstorm Access on May 4th, Wild Survivors on June 2nd, the Battles of Legend Monstrous Revenge on June 21st, and the 25th Anniversary 10 Dueling Heroes on September 8th. And in Magic the Gathering news, March of the Machine comes out April 21st, March of the Machine The Aftermath comes out May 12th. Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered for Magic the Gathering Arena comes out mid-2023. And Wilds of Eldraine comes out sometime in quarter three of this year. Also, Magic the Gathering creator Richard Garfield has started a brand new game studio called Popularium. And uh, they have a new game over the horizon as well. And lastly, in some board game tabletop news... Uh, the American Tabletop Awards uh, happened earlier this past week, uh, with the winners being uh, for four categories. Uh, for early gamers, you got early game, you got Boop. That's what the game's called. It's called Boop. For casual games, Turning Machine. Strategy games, Planet Unknown. And for complex games, Carnegie. Carnegie. And lastly, uh, two Lord of the Rings D&D books will be available May 9th. Uh, these are being done by Free League Publishing. And these are also being considered official books. Nice. So now you can finally put your characters in the world of Middle-earth. And fight J.R.R. Tolkien with some sticks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, the, the 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 stick that he spent three pages describing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but that is everything in the week interview. Any thoughts on any of those uh, wiggles? Uh, I'm interested to see what popularium um, Richard Garfield comes out with. That'll be a uh, be cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, with that, it's now time to look ahead and see what's coming out. Here's what should be on your radar from April 17th to 23rd. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. Starting off on Monday, Beyond the Long Night comes to the PC. And, and also, Suffer the Night comes to the PC as well. On Tuesday, Disney Speedstorm races its way onto everything. God of Rock also makes its way to everything. And Minecraft Legends, the third Minecraft game, uh, comes out on everything as well. Puzzle Quest 3 releases on Xbox and PlayStation consoles. The Mage Seeker, a League of Legends story, comes to everything. 
and Desktop Dungeons Rewind comes to the PC. On Wednesday, Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster Series, which contains Final Fantasy 1 through 6, comes to the PlayStation 4 and Switch. And Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores comes to the PlayStation 5. Uh, and Survival, of, Survival Fountain of Youth also makes its way to the PC. On Thursday, Coffee Talk Episode 2 Hibiscus and Butterfly comes, makes its way to all the consoles. Lost Epic comes to the Switch. Super Meat Boy Forever makes its way to mobile devices. Eresies comes to PC. Stray Blade comes to the PC, PS5, and Series X. And Tin Hearts makes its way to the Switch. And lastly, on Friday, Mia and the Vol- Mia and the Dragon Princess comes to everything. Volcano Princess comes to the PC. Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp finally comes out on the Switch. And the big one, Dead Island 2, comes out on everything except the Nintendo Switch. So are you getting Dead Island, Wiggles? Probably not. I never did play Dead Island 1. Um, I think I've only ever watched gameplay footage from an ancient YouTuber from the before days. <laughs> I played very little of the first Dead Island when it was free on Games with Gold all the way back in the day on the 360. Uh, and I never got the chance to play Dead Island Riptide, which was technically the second game. Because this is the third Dead Island game. I'd be super excited if Horizon Forbidden West would hurry up and get on PC so I can play it. Because um, I played the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Uh, but no, yeah, every, it's, a, it's a good week uh, for games. Uh, if, you, if you play League of Legends, hey, you have a game to play that isn't League of Legends with the Mage Seeker. Uh, Minecraft Legends, I know people, I know children are excited for, uh, because Minecraft, we like Minecraft, we like Minecraft, we like Minecraft. Kids uh, yearn for the mines. Kid. <laughs> it's just like the days of old. <laughs> we got them in the, they got them in the mines one way or another. <laughs> My God. Uh, and of course, Advance Wars, glad to see that's finally coming out. That's what's coming out this week. It's now time for us to uh, talk about our main things that we're talking about this week. Uh, Here's what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And our first topic of the day. Are we asking too much from game developers? My my short answer is no. (laughs) 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 uh no this uh kind of topic i was you know kind of figuring out what i wanted to chit chat about today and well there's not a whole bunch going on in my sphere of gaming right now other than a a few updates here and there i was like oh well like are our expectations too high or or do we just like become content with the amount of mediocrity publishers give us yeah, no, that's definitely a very fair question to ask and talk about. Uh, my short answer is we are, I, I think our expectations with Nintendo are way too high, especially with mainline games. Yeah, I could see that. Nintendo is also probably one of the few companies I 
don't really criticize because when they release stuff, it's pretty. It's pr- it's good. Well, like well developed. <laughs> it's very well developed. It's just that a lot of people bitch about what they could and couldn't have put into said game. And, I mean, we saw that a lot with uh, Tears of the Kingdom, with a lot of people saying it's just going to be Breath of the Wild, but with some DLC stuff. But it's going to be, it's more than just that now that we've seen so much of this game with the few trailers that we've seen now. Yeah, no, but uh, I think the main thing that it brings me back to is, and yeah, we're going to be taking a little trip back to some games that have been released a while ago. Absolutely. Yeah, um, EA is probably the game studio publisher that i criticize the most yeah as one Uh, should yeah you're a multi-million dollar company you can release a more quality game unlike when you released mass effect andromeda that release was probably the worst release i would argue one of the worst releases of all time yeah and then they tried to redeem themselves with anthem and that made it worse. It made it so it, much it, worse. It it so much worse. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, look at this trailer. We're doing eye. Tra- we were actually fixing our graphics. <laughs> look at this. It looks like you know they're actually like making facial animations, and then they forgot to focus on the rest of the game. It, it, they didn't make any content. <laughs> they, they didn't. They were like, "This will be what fights Destiny Two. And then Destiny 2 walked up to them and bitch slapped them like Will Smith bitch slapped Chris Rock. Ooh. Accurate, but ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Is, am I wrong? I'm not. No. No. <laughs> no uh, only facts spoken here. But yeah, so like, look at a lot of the games that released, especially even more recently, like Cyberpunk 2077. Like, it, big game studios should be able to release something that's at least optimized for their systems. Yeah. Um, and when I know like you get a lot of pushback from your investors and just your executives on stuff, but um, I think a lot of these game studios, especially AAA studios, uh, are not looking at the big picture. And they probably could end up making a lot more money uh, if they put out something that's more quality oriented than just continuously pushing out crap because i think well i think uh cd project red even ended up getting sued by their investors for the release of 2077 (laughs) yeah it was that was a release and a half wasn't it (laughs) yeah it was rough and i bought it release day and yeah it it was rough (laughs) thankfully the, the state of that game now is in a much better place Oh yeah, it's the to- kind of like what happened to Mass Effect Andromeda. It's a it's a totally like different game. No Man's Sky, same thing. Like release terrible. Promised a whole bunch of stuff that they didn't end up doing, but now the the game's actually really good, and they went a yeah. different direction with it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but it makes you it makes you wonder well, why why couldn't you just you, you you got these games to where they are now and they're great. Why couldn't you just do that from the get go? Yeah, and you look at indie studios, like, their games might not be as, like, I would, I don't want to say high quality, because I think that gives off the wrong message, but... It, they're not as, like, they don't have the marketing that the AAA studios have. Yeah, they, they don't have the marketing. Um, they definitely don't have, like, the engine design capabilities that AAA 
AAA studios have, but they release an indie studio can release an optimized game that is a lot of fun that people will just swarm over. And you look over during the COVID period where people like I know I think Among Us was released before COVID, but it yeah. was swarmed upon because it filled a filled a need with little to no marketing on a very simple base two dimensional game made with beans. <laughs> Beans! But not just any beans. Sussy beans. Yeah. Sussy beans. Yeah! Sussy beans. Sussy (laughs) beans. Do you think, though, that there are times where we're asking for too much from a Um, dev? Yeah, I think so. Um, Especially of indie studios, because they can only do so much. Um, And I kind of look... I want to say, like, looking towards Stardew Valley... And I don't ask a lot from that game, but uh, I know it's a very small developing team that made it. Isn't it only the one? Isn't it only the one guy though? Uh, I think he ended up getting a team. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but yeah, it was basically one guy developed the game under his whatever indie studio name. And he, it's such a great game. Oh yeah, but it's great. I think it's there was a lot of push for him to keep making new content for it. And I'm like, he's even me. I found myself was like, oh, he he's keep releasing content, and we always kind of want to consume more. You go do the new thing, and then okay, well, I want more. Why isn't he giving us more? And it's like, oh yeah, it's like one guy and or it's one guy, game. and he's now working. <laughs> he's working on his new game, Haunted Chocolatier. Yeah, and uh, like he's done releasing content for Studio Valley, which is fine because it is a full game and it is amazing. It, is, it even spawned a it even spawned a board game. It did. I haven't played that board game, but I've seen it in my board game shop so much that I'm like, is this the week I buy it? Nah, I'll hold off. And then when it comes to triple A games, I'm actually been kind of on the edge. Uh, if we're asking too much for content wise optimization, better development, I don't think we're asking too much. You're a multi million dollar company. Get the job done. Come on. But I can see it's like, okay, well, I see a lot of publishers and stuff could be under pressure from their fans or whatever to release games, and they want to release them as quickly as possible, so they're not constantly being (laughs) pressured in the public sphere to release games, which I think is what makes uh, the execs and, like, investors worry that they aren't going to make their number when it comes to releasing games, so they end up pushing out stuff way too early. Yeah. Because the public opinion keeps shifting when games keep getting delayed. And to me, now I'm out of the opinion, if a game gets delayed a month or two, whatever, I'm like, okay, good. There, Something's wrong. Fix it. I want to see a fully fully optimized game come out rather than another, another 2077 or Mass Effect Andromeda or Anthem or anything, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what like specific franchises, uh, take, suffer this the most? Um, I'm going to answer this real quickly myself. Uh, I think anything that has a sequel, anything that's getting made like a sequel or a new thing in a franchise that we've known and loved, I feel like those games are always hit the most. Yeah, I think I can see where you're going with that. I'm also just like, currently just like going down the timeline of what, what's hits. Um, in terms of franchises, uh, Bethesda now gets hit a lot. Yeah. Uh, the release of Fallout 4 was okay. 
okay. I, I forget what they made for money. I think they did really well in that regard because a lot of people were excited for it and pre-bought it like I did. But I think in the long run, Fallout 4 did not meet what people wanted. Um, they did a lot of great engineering with their engine and game design and like mechanics-wise, it was fantastic. But I think yeah. content-wise, they were just severely lacking on that one. Uh, and Fallout then they 76 was 76. a shit show. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck were they doing with that? Oh, God. And I played 76. Not on launch. It was free. They put it on... Uh... Uh, PlayStation Plus with like the games with plus like the monthly games and I'm like I'll give it a try this year I played 15 minutes of that game basically I did that like I did the initial walk through the vault leave the vault and I think 10 minutes after I left the vault the game crashed uh did you play it before they added NPCs and stuff uh no I didn't play it before they added NPCs like this was like my first time ever playing it yeah, so I'm like, I know they added a whole bunch of stuff to it, which I think made it more playable, but still, it's... Still, like, it was, it crashed within the first 10 minutes, I reloaded it, relaunched it, played for another 10 minutes, it crashed again, played for another 10 minutes, it crashed again. Yeah, I don't think it was ever really optimized for consoles all that well at all. No. <laughs> what do you think of, with Starfield on the horizon now of this year... I'm. I don't know if I'll go pre-order it. Um, just because I'm leery, but I'm really hoping Bethesda has learned from their last few release of games that uh, not to rush it. <laughs> well, I mean, it was supposed to come out last year, and they delete delayed it a whole year. Yes, which I was kind of grateful for in in a regard because I knew that they probably would have released with a lot of issues, and I think after. Cyberpunk 2077 release, I think the dev team kind of figure that it's like, okay, we need to keep pushing. It's like, okay, we can't pull a Skyrim, folks. We need to actually have as few bugs in this game on release as we can. Yeah, and it's not a sequel to a game. Yeah, this is like the first, it's the first time in a while that like a proper Bethesda game is not like an Elder Scrolls or a Fallout game. I, I'm excited to see where it goes, um, but again, I, I'm personally probably not going to pre-order it because of uh, I've been burnt the last few times by Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, so um, guess we'll see. One one question I have for you: Would you rather a game when it's in the process of being made that you see one trailer, it gets one trailer, and then it just and then it releases? Or you get multiple trailers, uh, a special event to showcase stuff, and then it releases. What would you rather have? Oh, yeah. Sh- show me more of the game before. Like, one trailer and then a release is... Like, yeah, it's been done before. And obviously, some, a lot of those games have been successful. Uh, but I do like to see what how games are going. Because I don't like just like going in and buying a game and realizing like, I don't love the mechanics of the game or the content sucks or I'm just not into it. Um, so yeah, show, show me what, what you got going on. You don't have to like, you know, spoil your story or anything. Cause I'm mostly looking at like, okay, is it optimized for our systems? Does it look good? And is the mechanics for the game like user friendly? <laughs> is there anything else you want to add on this topic? I don't think so. I think I've ranted enough. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I I really don't have much to say on this myself. Like, I think with certain, like you said at the top, I think certain companies we should be asking more. Um, I think specifically a big one that we didn't go into is uh, Pokemon Company. Pokemon is a huge one that like we keep asking to for them to do better and they don't because the past few releases I mean Scarlet and Violet are great games but they had performance issues out the wazoo oh yeah see I don't I haven't paid much attention to the Pokemon releases really so I don't have a ton but uh Give the people what they want and make sure your just give optimized. us what they want. Give us what we want, ex- unless people are asking for Gen One remakes. Nobody wants that. Those people are living off pure nostalgia, and they should not be listened to or taken seriously. Just on what? Well, okay, one last point on that. Stop with the remakes. Make something original, goddammit. I mean, actually, here's here's what. Stop with the bad remakes. Di- Shine- Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl were not good. I don't know how you like you you gave us that okay platinum was a better game you should have just remade platinum not that hard it yeah. would have been easier you would have liked that we would it, it would have been so much better cuz it's like we're reliving platinum the better game of the three anyway i digress moving on to our second uh topic of the day uh, it's Wiggles gaming update. What 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 what's been going on in your sphere of the gaming world, Wiggles? What's what's new with the games that you've been playing? Like I said, there hasn't been too much going on. Um, last weekend, uh, Easter weekend, I think that was last weekend. Um, was the Winter Major Rocket League Championship Finals? That was uh, you should if the vods are still up, you should go uh, watch that. The the final game anyway was amazing kind of kind of shout out to them um final goal was scored with like 16 seconds left on the clock it was it it, it was a good matchup uh unfortunately phase clan made it to the finals but uh they were they were i mean it's been out that they were they were ruthlessly defeated by carmine corp so <laughs> i say ruthlessly but the games were actually really close and really really good that's good I feel like a lot of the time, just asking for like a really good match to watch is like the best thing to see in sports and esports. I, I I would recommend if you're into Rocket League, go go check that out. Um, Stellaris had a big update a while ago. Uh, I think about a month ago now, maybe give or take. Uh, the first content, the uh, first contact story pack came out. Um, biggest part of that update is you get to you can start. Uh, as an empire of a pre-space flight uh, civilization, which I think is cool. I haven't done it yet. Uh, I'm going to, but it looks really, really neat if you're into the big grand strategy and want to make your glorious space empire. Glorious space empire. Uh, I will talk about this game later. Oh, uh, and then Planet Side recently had an update, which I think was bad. bad <laughs> <laughs> what did Planet Side do? They they nerfed the Max suit, and for those who don't know what the Max suit is, it's it is a mech suit for your infantry players, which oh. sounds really cool. Except they they you can no longer revive them with your medics, which sucks. Um. 
they did get a resource cost debuff, so they're, they're a little cheaper to get with your, your nanite resources, which kind of makes up for it, but the fact that you can't revive them, and I play on the faction Tarrant Republic a lot now, uh, which they have, if anybody argues, they have the worst max in the game. It's fun to use because you get two, you can get two chain guns for your arms, and it makes noise, and it's fun. Really good for killing infantry, not so much good at doing anything else. <laughs> so, uh, worse max. So the uh, for our faction uh, with the guys that I play with, uh, it it really, really, really hurt. Uh, other than that, uh, I think Dark Tide recently got an update that I haven't tried yet. Um, want to see what they did with new contact? I have the game reinstalled, so I got to play that. And nice. Then, yeah, I don't think there's anything else going on at the moment. Okay, okay. Okay. Well, if that's that's all that is uh anything aside from Starfield, is there anything else you're looking forward to this year? This year? No, actually I think this year just did in my gaming world. The game releases seem kind of lackluster. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is supposed to come out. Yes. The uh, closer to the end of the year. That that'll be exciting. Uh I know my brother and has been paying attention to that game to a lot of time. Uh I haven't played a Baldur's Gate game in forever, so I'm very I, I I'm interested to see where it goes, and I will probably pick it up. Nice, excellent. Uh, I think that right now is actually a great time to mention this. If you're listening to today's podcast on the day of release, um, around uh, if you're listening to this like right when it comes out, uh, then hey, at tw- what did I say? Like twelve p.m. today. Or is it later? I'm double checking this right now. Uh, 2 p.m. On 2 p.m. Mountain Time today, the 17th of April, uh, you can see me and Wiggles attempt uh, some co- uh, some content in Final Fantasy 14 today. Yes, it's uh, it's part of a two day endeavor uh, where uh, we hit the channel goal on over on the Twitch channel. We hit my channel goal of we're gonna redo Palace of the Dead which is a 204 dungeon in Final Fantasy XIV. And myself and Wiggles are half of the crew. So if you want to see us struggle uh, with us, our boy Mello, and our boy Zach, uh, you're definitely going to want to come and check that out. <laughs> yes, I remember now. I have it marked in my calendar as pain. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Uh, if you're looking for something to do after you listen to this episode of the podcast, go check that out because it, it is what what is Mark Dumickle's calendar. It is pain. Yes, Tony will be streaming it. I will probably be streaming it on my end as well. So excellent. Uh, well, with that, it's time for us to now start closing things off and dive on in to the bonus level. A look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. And starting off, uh, we got to speak in gaming history. Here's what happened in the past from the 17th to 13th, 23rd of April. Almost went backwards there. Almost went back in time. Back Backwards in time. Uh, hey, on the 17th in 1997, Apple Computer reports a first quarter loss of $740 million, the largest quarter loss ever for a Silicon Valley company. And they didn't come back until they released the iPod. (laughs) Yeah. 
On the 18th, 2006, Nintendo released Brain Age Train Your Brain in minutes a day for the Nintendo DS in North America. I love that game. That it was, was a, it was one of my was first fun. DS games that I got. And yeah. I was like, I'm smarter now until I'm not. So I think they packaged the DS with that for some of them. I believe they did. I believe it was like packaged with like one or two other games. And I can't remember what they were. It was uh, a good time. <laughs> it was. On the 19th, 1982, Namco released Dig Dug in arcades. On the 20th, 2010, Capcom released Monster Hunter Try for the Nintendo Wii in North America. In 2005, Nintendo released the Nintendo DS uh, in Japan in two new case colors, turquoise black and candy pink. On the 22nd, 2007, Nintendo released Pokemon Diamond and Pearl for the DS in North America. And on the 23rd in 1993, Hudson released Wards of Thunder for the PC Engine in Japan. Man, this is like the, the history week of Nintendo. Yeah, a, a, a larger, like a DS week. A lot of DS stuff happened in the past, this week, uh, in, across many years. Uh, and now we're diving into, again, one of our brand new segments, head-to-head, -head, uh, two games enter, one game leaves. And our two games that are entering the ring today, Wiggles, Fallout New Vegas All right. and Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. <sighs> Only one can win this bout. Which one is that? All right. Well, this can go... <laughs> Either way, so let's uh, do some breakdown here. All right. I have more hours in Skyrim than I do Fallout New Vegas, uh, between the, the special edition and, and the original, um, mostly because I, that game was very mod-friendly with the amount of bugs that it did have. Um, it was uh, very mod-friendly, so I spent a lot of time modding Skyrim pretty much into it, it's skyrim plus is what i call it <laughs> skyrim, <laughs> skyrim plus the fallout new vegas is and if anybody argues you're wrong fallout new vegas is the best fallout game ha hands down if you argue you're, you're you're wrong and i i'm sorry you're just wrong what what do you have to say to those fallout 3 stands oh fallout 3 is an amazing game but fallout new vegas is better and the biggest part between Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas is you can aim to use actually use your iron sights. That's that that's the argument. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for Skyrim and Fallout New Vegas, uh, this is tough, Tony. This is tough. Exactly. That's what it's supposed to be. I'm probably gonna have to give it to Skyrim. Oh. By a very slim margin. Just because I've played it a lot more. But okay. that being said, I still love I still love Fallout New Vegas. It, it okay. is my favorite Fallout game. Okay. Uh, I want to put a hypothetical uh competitor in the ring. New Vegas versus Oblivion. Oh, New Vegas. Yeah. I, I didn't care for Oblivion all that much. Um, it is also super dated, and that's probably what turns me off of it uh a lot. No, uh, fair. But yeah. Uh and I yeah, I haven't played much of Morrowind or Oblivion, but New Vegas is way better than Oblivion. Yeah. 
Fair you enough. Can find me. <laughs> uh, and his address is in the description. No, it's not. <laughs> it's- uh, hey, our deals of the week are as follows: Mordhau and Second Extinction. Those are the two free games on Epic uh, until the twentieth. Uh, also, the Epic Games Spring Sale is also on until the 20th, so be sure to take advantage of those. The PlayStation Spring Sale goes until the 26th, and also there is a Spring Sale going on for Xbox until the 20th as well. Uh, so if you get those deals, take advantage of them. This We're here to help you with those deals and remind you what you can get. Yeah, Mordhouse super fun. Uh, you should get it. It's fun. Ooh, good to know. Uh, The achievement of the week is in Tron Identity, its influencer, which is to inspire someone to change their path. The game of the week is Dead Island 2, and this week's guest game recommendation... So this is the game I mentioned a little bit earlier that I said I would talk to later. Uh, Hell Let Loose. Ah. Binge playing Hell Let Loose. It is a World War II kind of milsim FPS game. Super fun, super team-oriented, so if you like being a lone wolf, don't, because you will get yelled at by the other players. <laughs> <laughs> it just had an update where it released some... But it's mostly It was mostly bug fixes and whatnot, but they released a little bit more like appearance stuff. Um, I, there is a bigger update uh, in the roadmap that's supposed to be coming out where they're supposed to be adding a new map, and they think they are throwing the, the British Empire in there from for... World War Two, so new weapons, new skins, new voice, voices, um, new tanks. It, it, it'll be a good time. Uh, I highly recommend this game. It is a fantastic time um, of just suffering as you're being shelled from an artillery unit that has zeroed in on your location. Oh, perfect. Where can we? Where can we? What? What can we play this game on? Uh, I believe it's on Steam. I don't know if it's on epic or not it might be but it is very much definitely on steam uh it's a pc game so perfect uh well with that wiggles thank you once again for making an appearance on the podcast thank you for having me tony it's been a good time it always is all it all it always is uh and another thing i always ask where can we find you on the internet I'm kind of all over the place on the internet. Uh, my most used stuff is probably Twitter. You can find me at Wiggles is Great on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, Sir Wiggles the Great, TikTok, Sir Wiggles the Great. Uh, my Discord is the Technocratic Assembly. Uh, YouTube, I'm Sir Wiggles the Great. Yeah, he, he made YouTube content. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did recently release a video, and I have another one in production right now. Yeah, uh, you can also find me on Twitch at Sir Wiggles the Great. Yeah, I have been kind of vacate from a lot of my social media, but that will change here in the next few weeks just because I have been kind of distancing myself from the internet for a while. Very fair, very fair. Uh, and of course, you can find me at Tony's Game Lounge everywhere. Uh, on Twitter, Tony's Game Lounge, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of those Tony's Game Lounge, and of course, twitch.tv slash Tony's Game Lounge as well. Uh, where we stream whenever we can. Uh, and, and like I said, uh, hey, if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, you can watch us go through Palace of the Dead. Yeah. Go check that out. Wiggles, thank you once again for coming on, dude. Thank you very much, Tony. <laughs>
It's always a pleasure. And thank you, audience, for tuning in this week. Uh, be sure to like, share, follow, all those things on wherever you're listening to this episode as it helps us grow and expand and reach even more people. Uh, we will be back next week with another brand new episode right back here in the Game Lounge. Bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.